Hey, Vicky. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to this episode of Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. We're proud to announce that we are now working with Figaro's Whiskers VIP. They are a designer of Disney ears and Disney bows. So please go to Facebook and look at Figaro's Whiskers VIP. These are quality products designed with a Disney flair. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Okay, so today's guest is my very good friend and my adopted sister, Mandy Ray Molinowski. Hiya, Mandy. How are you? I'm good, Kevin. How are you doing today? Yeah, really good, really good. Okay, so Mandy, I understand you have a Etsy store? Yes, I have a shop on um, Facebook. It is called Figaro's Whiskers, where I make um, handcrafted Disney accessories, ears, bows, um, top knot headbands, you name it, I craft it. And believe you me, I've seen some of it and they are beautiful. Now, Mandy, if you send me all your links to that, I'll put them in the show notes. So tonight's show, we're going to discuss renting DVC points. Due to a lot of us, this great unpleasantness, we've all got an a dearth of points, which is a word I hadn't heard before, but apparently means a excess of points. So what are we going to do with these points if we can't get to America to spend them before they expire? Well, Mandy is my resident expert on renting points. So Mandy, what can we do if we have too many points? So if you have too many points, you can use those points to either rent to another person who wants to have a set allocation of points and make a booking themselves with them. So the way that would work is you would um, contract with that person to make a booking through your account, whatever dates and whatever resort they set. You would charge a price per point that they would pay you. And you would then in turn, you know, make the booking for them in their name as a guest of your, your DVC account. A second thing you can do with your points is make a set reservation. So you can look for a certain resort for a certain set of dates that is a certain amount of points that you want to rent, make that booking, and then sell said booking to somebody who would like to go. And you will have the lead guest changed from yourself to them on that reservation when you find them. There are advantages and disadvantages to both routes. It just depends on what you are personally looking to do. Usually, if you have a lot of points, doing the first option where you look for people who are searching for points is the best route to go because there are more people who want to do that because the dates are flexible. Right. Interestingly, you said in there about a contract. So if we drawed up a contract, what's the sort of things we should be putting in that contract? So you can find templates for contracts online and you'll obviously want to look for some that are UK based. You can do that, you know, and then you just simply both sign it. Things that I look for to put into a contract are that the points are once sold non-refundable, that they cannot have their money back, that all payment will be done through a protected source such as PayPal, and it will be done um, friends and family so you don't have to pay any kinds of fees. If buyer does want to do it as goods and services, make sure to include the fee in your cost because they will charge you for that. 
that you are not liable for anything that happens during the stay. You will want to definitely put that in there. And um, basically just to protect yourself that it is non-refundable and that the reservation is not given to the renter until paid in full. Okay. So would you take a deposit off of them and then arrange the rental, so the booking, and then when the booking's made, ask them for the balance and go from there, yeah? Yeah, I've done it that way. I've also done it where um, I have them pay me and then I provide them the reservation and it's all in the contract. So it depends on what you're comfortable with. You know, once you put something in someone's name and put their email on it, Disney sends them an email so they can give the confirmation number without paying in full. So I tend to try to do the payment in full and then you get the reservation. Oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I think that's going to be a fair few people. Even now, we're opening up in the next month or two to come over to Florida. I'm sure there's plenty of listeners out there that are going to have bare points. So renting out would be a option for them. So what sort of amounts per point are we looking to get? And why would we? Why would that vary? Because it does vary sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, so the point value is going to vary and it's going to go from about what I've seen recently is like $10 a point to $16 or $18 a point. And typically it depends on a couple factors. One factor is how long you have those points till expiration. In other words, if you have points that are expiring this month or next month and the person has to travel in the next 60 days or 90 days, those points are going to be on the lower cost end because they are in more of a rush to travel and you are in more of a rush to um, rent them out before you lose the value of them. If a renter has 11 months, let's say, to make their plans and is also available to do the seven month window for their resort, they have more options. So they'll pay more money for those points. Also, resorts that sell out quickly, such as Beach Club, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, these are going to sell at higher rates than say your old Key West or your Saratoga Springs, because there is going to be more of a demand to book those at 11 months and to um, ensure that the client gets that or reservation that they want. Whereas at Old Key West and Saratoga, as we know, there's typically always availability. So the demand is less there, therefore the price is lower. Yeah, that's interesting because one of the co-hosts had a reservation tower studio. So I told her to split it up into three small reservations because she had, a, I think, a two or nearly a three-week vacation book. So I told her to split it into three and rent them as, yeah. as is, purely because they're quite a high-demand room that people can't get into normally yeah yeah very much so so resort um locations that have the least amount of rooms are the tower studios the boardwalk um standards and um i believe beach club so those are going to be really high demand ones because they go really quick and have a very low room count yeah uh, you see it's mm-hmm. nice to have somebody in the know i love dvc i'm obsessed with it <laughs> <laughs> yes that's how that's how we became became brother and sister isn't it because mandy ray is the epitome of the of the dvc expert i set up a chat messenger group when uh, i was buying dvc and um, if i ever put a question in there mandy ray usually answered it before i finished typing <laughs> i own it saratoga and it's like the best purchase i've ever made i love it an incredible purchase isn't it I've, i looked yeah, yeah. I, I have looked and i'm we discuss what i might be doing later yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I think we've covered the pros and cons to it and the points. So really the bottom line is you've got to 
there's a certain amount of trust in there, isn't there? And you've got to have a contract. That's they are the main key things is to have the contract so as the people know on what level they're committing to. Yes, the contract is key. I won't rent without a contract. I mean, obviously, if I'm doing something for a friend, then I know it's different. But if um, I'm just renting and posting on the, the boards to get my points sold, contract is key. It makes everybody feel safe. I'm also a big advocate of using PayPal because your money is protected when you use PayPal. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. As I've just had some experience with PayPal in the last couple of days. But there you go. <laughs> so you've got points and you want to rent them where are you going to advertise them typically i have the most success in um facebook and i use there are two dvc exchange groups which are great i have had success in those groups too but i find that i have the most success when i'm in like my local facebook group they'll have certain like orlando area groups or you know i'm i'm from arizona so like the arizona moms group and I advertise in those places and then people see that I have them and they they often book because they want to go to, you know, Orlando. It's a huge savings for people to book DVC points. They're going to get a deluxe resort at less than a moderate price most of the time, if not a moderate price. So it's definitely desirable. Yeah, we're going to try and get B Thaxton on from DVC shop to, yeah. um, to uh, come on and explain the renting from a uh, company point of view. If you go on one of those sort of sites, you can see some of these reservations that are made. And I've seen Animal Kingdom Lodge on there for a single night for $120. It's awesome. We got, um, for next week, I'll be in Walt Disney World. And we got my um, best friend a room at Saratoga Springs through DVC shop. Very, very good deal. So you can save some money. Yeah, it's definitely a, a money saver if you want to get in there and and rent maybe a, uh, an extra night or, yeah. or two at the end or at the beginning of your vacation. I think it's a good deal. You, but the caveat is if you're doing it <laughs> renting, you can get burnt. It, it is possible, as I yeah. know. <laughs> yes. So the one downfall to renting through um, the renting DVC points either privately or through a company is it is non-refundable and you don't get your money back and you, it's often non-transferable. Um, so know that you need to commit if you can and that it's money that you're going to not get back. Yeah, I mean, my father's philosophy was it's money spent, it's gone, so there's no point in crying over it. So that was my, my way of looking at it in a, yeah, the scheme of things. It, it was money that was gone, so it didn't really matter to me and it wasn't a great deal. So, But yeah, it is something to be aware of. And I know people do get upset about that, but you need to go in as a renter or as a purchaser we are always open so no so it's that you can't come back and say you know that's not on i want to change this or do that the the deal is there you should know it you should read that contract and put in that contract whatever you feel is is applicable i suppose is what i'm trying to say also the the thing with it is is happened a week or two ago mandy managed to get rid of a, a contract that somebody done and exchanged it and it was just, it was done in hours. It was just yeah. absolutely amazing what you did that day. And that was, <laughs> that was to foot. I mean, I, I drop you in it uh, on a seemingly daily basis. Yeah, that day was crazy. I knew a couple of people who wanted to go that week and it just, the stars aligned and we got it rented to somebody else. And it, you know, was a lucky situation. Everybody, you know, for the person who couldn't go, obviously it was, 
not the best situation, but at least they didn't lose all their money. And, you know, for the person who is going, it was an uh, exceptional deal that they probably won't get again. No, but you know, that it's nice. The same situation as I had last year, the person that uh, took my, took my points was had a nice little time. So it was nice to see somebody make use of it. Yeah, it's always nice to see somebody, you know, take advantage of it. It's always nice to see somebody walking through Animal Kingdom Lodge go into your room, isn't it? I was very, very grateful. I still am. <laughs> yeah, well, just fill you in. I rented some points and I couldn't go last year because of the great unpleasantness. And Mandy Ray went on my behalf. I had yes, to twi- I did. I, I it- did video virtual tours for you. <laughs> It was quite funny because it was a day you were going to arrive originally. So you, it was like you booked it just in case I couldn't come. It was amazing. <laughs> it just worked out great. It was just perfect beginning. And uh, me and the kids had a blast. <laughs> yeah, so that worked out well. Like I say, that is the only thing caveat I'd put on it is you've got to make sure that you're, you're happy with the purchase you're doing and happy with selling the renting the points out. But it, yeah. at the end of the day, you should always cover your um the dues with these renting points out you know unless you're uh i think is it verona beach and um alani they're over ten dollars but very few of them dues are going to get covered by the by the renting so at least that side of things would help yeah so the big advantage too if you can't use the points you know you can get make enough money to cover dues to add to the dues whatever it is so you're not just losing out and you're getting something back so that you're not really putting more money out there renting is also good if you want to do a disney cruise you can rent all of your points out for that year and the money that you get for the points will be a lot more value to pay for the cruise and also have spending money afterward most of the time um than the amount of points that dvc would charge you to book that cruise yeah i i think we're gonna we've got a co-host that did did book a cruise because she had an absolute amazing amount of points banked when she bought dvc and uh she did use them on the cruise and i know a lot of people said to her she would have been better off renting them out but as i said to her it's better off to use them than lose them yeah so. Yeah, you just use them to lose them. It just—it's a key fact that you know if you you can get more dollars for renting if you have the time to do it than if you use them. So like you know your value is more with the renting. You'll have like spending money on the cruise. You pay for the cruise and have like excursion money and spending. Yeah, money. I think you only get about three or four dollars a point or something like that. I think it works out. At. It's very yeah. low, very low indeed. Yeah. It's certainly mm-hmm. well below the um dues. Yeah. Okay, Mandy. So. We've talked about renting, we've talked about the pros and cons and where to advertise it. You can send me all your links. Little links, that's the one. You can send me all the links. If you could if you include links to those two pages you do use for the DVC rental, that'd be good. Also, people, be careful if you are going to advertise on British Facebook pages. Yours truly has been banned. <laughs> from a couple of facebook pages always read the group rules no don't read the group. don't worry about that just put on whatever you want and then get kicked out (laughs) (laughs) say sorry later (laughs) i i always what i always put in is if this if this post breaks the rules please mute it or whatever you remove it but they don't they just silence me for a month (laughs) i mean i'm in the naughty corner oh curmudgeons (laughs) And it's not even usually self-promoting because I'm not big on self-promoting. But uh, 
I did put my DV, this this podcast into a couple of groups, and that and they didn't like that at all. <laughs> no, no, even the DVC group didn't like it. <laughs> Thanks for that, Mandy. Again, plug your Figaro's uh, store for us again, and then we'll uh, have a little chat. Okay, so um, I am at. You can find me on Facebook at Figaro's Whiskers VIP Group. And I make um, accessories that are Disney inspired. Okay. And we'll include the links to that. Thank you very much, Mandy. As I say, you are my go-to DVC person. Just a bit massive. Thank you for all you've done for me in the past. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in February. I can't wait. We have a room at SSR too. (laughs) (laughs) So Mandy, we're going to play DVC Island Discs. Now this is based on a Radio 2 show called Desert Island Discs. Please, BBC, don't sue me. Okay, now I've said that. (laughs) Basically, there's been a long-running Radio 4 show called Desert Island Discs where they get people on from all walks of life, not necessarily famous people, all walks of life, and they interview them, and they're going to send them to a desert island, and they have seven musical discs to take to this desert island. One luxury item during that interview that's the way they interview the people it's di- so it's a different way of interviewing people so i've adapted that and i'm going to give you a choice now the six things you've got to choose is your and this has because it's a dvc it's an episode of dvc island disc you, you're restricted so just dvc okay so pick your dvc resort a sit-down restaurant that's anything within the disney parameter because I've had people picking stuff now outside of Disney World. A quick service, a, ro- a Disney ride, a show, some Disney music, and a luxury Disney item. And that's where I have to get tough. No cast members, no complete theme parks like Judy Ludwig tried to do. <laughs> of course she would. <laughs> I'll have Magic Kingdom as my luxury item. Bless her, Auntie Judy. I've not given you a lot of time. I sprung this on Mandy, Ray. So, Mandy, what resort would you pick for you put on your desert island then? Probably the Polynesian. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I think a lot of people pick the Polynesian. Someone was really clever and picked Alani. Oh, that is very clever. But I would pick the Polynesian um, because I love that pool and you can see the fireworks every night and sit on the beach. Yeah, I, I, I like the poly. Yeah, we spent some nice times there when we were over in 2019. So yeah, the poly would be high on my list as well. Right, a quick service restaurant then. Obviously, I'm assuming you're going to go for something like Cosmic Rays. No, I'm not going to go for Cosmic Rays. I'm going to do Santuli Canteen. Oh, see, we are related. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I can't take it. Yeah, do you know... We we at there um, in 2019, and I sent a picture of those power buns. Yes, I sent just a picture of that to to Glenn, Mister Kessler, Glenn mm-hmm. Kessler, and he and he just knew where I was, <laughs> so I didn't have he, to give him any. Cam absolutely loves those cheeseburger power buns. Yeah. He thinks they're yes. so good. I had an adults serving an because adult the, yeah, because at the time they weren't they weren't on the menu for adults, yeah. were they? But you could get an adult portion. So yeah. Yes, you do. So we think alike. What about a sit-down restaurant? And where's your favourite place? 
for a sit down. Remember, this is for on your desert island, so. It's a California grill. Yeah, you like that, do you? Yeah, I love the California grill. And I could eat there every night because, like, one night you could have sushi, another night you could have the pork chop. They have a very wide menu and very good food. Yeah, that's why I, I picked um, Boma because I, I like the selection of food at Boma because it gives you your big yeah, range. Yeah, Boma is really good. Yeah. Okay, so we're rattling through these. Next is a ride. Now, what are you going to pick for your ride? I didn't really think very much about this. And Tony Ann pointed something out that was interesting. And when you tell me what ride you're going to pick, we'll see if you've gone the same way. Well, my favorite ride is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So I we just really want to pick are Seven brother, Dwarfs Mine We train. really are brother and sister, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ride that over and over again. <laughs> I mean, I'm old, old enough to be a dad, but like, yeah, we... Yeah, I picked Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and then Tony Ann said, yeah, but that's only a two-minute ride or whatever. She picked Splash Mountain because it's like 13 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's true. And you wouldn't be you'd be going crazy going on the ride over and over, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I didn't think of that. But Tony, yeah. Tony, Ann, Tony Ann puts far too much thought into this. Far too much I'm thought. Still going, I'm still going with Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> And Dave went with Star Wars. Oh, that's a good one. Rise the Resistance is very Rise, good. Rise, that's it. Yeah, I couldn't. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a Disney fan, am I? I can't remember the name. Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> right. So this is quite a controversial one as well. Show. What show would you like? What show would I like? Yeah. Festival of the Lion King. I cry. I ugly cry in that show. It's, it's funny because. Well, wait, wait, wait. Actually, hold on. I'm changing my answer. Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Yeah, because this was one I I was thinking about splitting it up because someone said to me, well, if it's a show, is it a fireworks show or is it going to be like Lion King? That's where it's because it'd be if it was a regular show, it'd be Festival of the Lion King. If it's a nighttime spectacular, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. But can you think of another show that would be a way of sneaking in some more food? Oh, hoop did you review? That's what somebody did to me the other day. Two <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> this is a flawed game. I think it's past its sell by date. <laughs> right, so you got your show. So now some music. Now, before you say Main Street background music or whatever, it's anything can come under the banner of the of Disney. Anything at all. My favorite music at Disney is the Animal Kingdom background music. Yeah. I like all that music and the, the wind instruments and all of that is nice. I also like Epcot's background music a lot. Yeah. See, I chose Guardians of the Galaxy mixtape. That's a great one now that you could choose that. I didn't know you could choose that. That's, I, said- I play that while I sew. <laughs> I, I said to you, didn't I? Anything anything disney when you actually think about it now it's such a big huge thing so if it's anything disney in the whole genre of not just the part then probably the mixtape volume one i literally do play that while i sew and do the house so that's probably what i go with i don't know about being brother and sister i think we were twins such a great mix of music and it's my favorite marvel well unfortunately for me it's it's a great mix of music because it's music for my youth that's how old i am right okay a disney luxury item my disney luxury item and it can't be a cast member 
because someone's already tried that. Or Dave had a chef, didn't he? It's going to be the Tambu Tambu Lounge, so I can have Lapu Lapu. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I, I've took it down, but right beside me was a back scratcher from the Tambu Lounge. It's my favourite. I love those those pineapple drinks. Well, I have to plug Kurt Stone from Geeking on Walt Disney World every every podcast. So he's the reason why I've got a back scratcher, because he bought me that drink while we yeah. were there. Bless him. He loves those back scratcher drinks. Yes, he loves them, doesn't he? <laughs> and yeah. he moans at me every time if I don't mention him, so I have to sneak his name in somewhere. Right, okay, so amazing that I think apart from the resort, we matched on almost everything. And the resort and the um, sit-down restaurant were the only two things I think we didn't match on. You picked SSR? Did you pick Saratoga? I did pick Saratoga, yeah. I That's pick- high up there for me too. I know it is. I know it is. We, I like it just purely because I like the, I like walking around it. And I can spend time there without going to the parks. I sneaked it in saying, well, yeah, but I get the spa as well. Yeah, you get the spa as well. That's true. There's a lot to do there. The community center is there. It's good. Yes, I mean, these DVC resorts are amazing. When For someone like me, I mean, I stayed at Port Orleans in my past Disney history. And then to go to Saratoga Springs when we first stayed there, I thought that was amazing. And then when I walked into an, that one bedroom at Animal Kingdom Lodge with that Savannah View room, yeah, that's, that's an odd one. like Animal be. Kingdom Lodge. Animal Kingdom Lodge is like the most unique hotel you could ever stay in. It's... And that one gets picked a lot in this in this game we play. And people say, you know, you could take it to where you are in Arizona. You could put it up in Connecticut. You could have it here on the sunny Isle of Wight. It would still book up purely because yeah. it's it's it standalone without a theme park next to it. So, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mandy Ray, for that. That was fabulous to hear your, your thoughts on our little game. And we'll add that in to the rest of the podcast hope you enjoyed the show if you did please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe you can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com that's all lowercase at twitter and instagram we are bgtdvc again all lowercase on facebook we are brit's guide to disney vacation club If you're looking to buy resale DVC points or rent DVC points out, contact B. Thaxton at shopdvc.com. If you want to book holiday to Florida, a Universal, Disney or any other destination, go to David's website, disney4brits.com. That's Disney, the number four, brits.com. All of these details will be in the show notes. This has been a Isle of Wight audio production. This podcast is part of the 